Welcome to the Postcolonial HCI podcast, where we delve into the fascinating world of literature surrounding postcolonial human computer interaction, HCI, to uncover its profound impact on technology and society. Get ready to embark on a thought provoking journey as we explore the intersection between culture, technology, and the colonial legacy in the digital domain. In today's episode, we'll cover the postcolonial computing paper which explores how cultural contexts shape technology and provides critiques, tactics, and interdisciplinary frameworks for technology research. Today, we're diving into a fascinating paper titled Postcolonial Computing, a Tactical Survey, written by Kavita Philip, Lily Irani, and Paul Durish. This thought-provoking piece was published back in 2010 in the esteemed journal Science, Technology, and Human Values. At its core, the paper asserts that post-colonial science studies can offer fresh perspectives and raise new questions about technology design and usage. It goes beyond expanding existing frameworks and delves into the realms of colonial and post-colonial techno-science histories and theories. In doing so, the authors provide analytical insights and practical suggestions for technology, research, and practice. The authors introduce the captivating concept of post-colonial computing, where they examine how cultural contexts shape the design and use of information and communication technologies. With a critical eye, they challenge approaches that view culture as fixed and technology as merely diffusing from the West. Instead, they advocate for investigating hybrid knowledge practices and translations across differences. One key point emphasized in the paper is that post-colonial computing isn't only about avoiding biases from the past. It goes further by offering tactics for the ongoing reinvention of cultural technical situations. This perspective encourages us to view methods and design objects as transnationally produced, rather than simply transferred between cultures. The authors also shed light on the limitations of binaries, such as technology versus culture, and advocate for unveiling impure crossings. By tracing networks and excluding boundaries, we can reveal the contingent nature of these intersections. Postcolonial computing takes a holistic approach, examining how global configurations link technology, culture, economics, and development narratives. This broader perspective allows for a deeper analysis of the complex interplay between these factors in shaping technological landscapes. Let's turn our attention to the merits of this influential paper. First and foremost, it provides an incredibly valuable interdisciplinary framework. By linking postcolonial studies with science and technology studies, STS perspectives on technology, it opens up new avenues for exploration. The paper also offers concrete analytical tactics that challenge assumptions in technology, research, and practice. These tactics provide researchers and practitioners with the tools to critically examine their work and make more informed decisions. Furthermore, the authors thoughtfully center the importance of contexts, particulars, and hybridities. Rather than seeking universal models, they emphasize the value of understanding the unique dynamics of each situation. This approach encourages a more nuanced understanding of technology and its impact. Additionally, 
the paper highlights the significance of politics, capital, and labor in the field of computing. It reminds us that technology cannot be divorced from its larger social, economic, and political contexts. This perspective encourages a more comprehensive exploration of the role and implications of technology. Of course, no paper is without its critiques. One valid criticism is that the authors could engage more substantially with prior studies on technology in development. By building upon existing research, the paper could offer a more comprehensive view of the field. Another critique is that the tactics presented in the paper remain quite abstract. It would be helpful to have more specific examples demonstrating how these tactics can be applied in real-world scenarios. Concrete demonstrations would enhance the practicality and applicability of the suggested approaches. Furthermore, the authors could delve deeper into the possibilities opened up by adopting post-colonial computing approaches. By exploring the potential implications and outcomes of these perspectives, the argument could be further strengthened. Lastly, some readers might find the discussion of post-colonial theory to be somewhat general and lacking specificity. Delving into more specific examples and case studies could provide a more nuanced understanding of the theory's application. In conclusion, this influential paper puts forth a compelling argument for adopting post-colonial perspectives in technology research. While it provides useful critiques and tactics for analysis and practice, it could benefit from more concrete demonstrations and engagement with prior research. Nonetheless, it opens up exciting new avenues for conversation at the intersection of post-colonial studies, STS, and human-computer interaction. In this episode, we explored the fascinating topic of post-colonial computing, diving into how cultural contexts shape technology, and examining the critiques, tactics, and interdisciplinary frameworks proposed in the paper. Thank you for joining us on the Postcolonial HCI podcast, where we delve into the exciting world of postcolonial literature and its intersection with human-computer interaction. And we can't wait to have you back for our next thought-provoking episode. Don't forget to subscribe.